welcome to the Pints and Polishing Podcast, the most informational and entertaining auto detailing podcast, hosted by Marshall Hill of Total Auto Solutions and DJ Patterson of Eco Green Mobile Detailing. Grab a pint and enjoy. Detailers. Hey, before you listen to this episode, I really want to encourage you to do two things, right? Two very easy things that you're going to benefit from a lot. First, every Wednesday night, 7.30, hop on Zoom, use your phone, use your tablet, use whatever you want. Use meeting ID 918-800-1188 and come have a beer with detailers from around the country. Hey, nothing more better than to chill in your own couch, your own patio, wherever. We got guys that are detailing. We got guys that are sitting by the pool. They're all over. You know what? We've got even ladies from up in Canada that keep hopping on. Who knows? Who's going to be on this Wednesday, 730 Central, 918-800-1188 is the meeting ID. All right, number two, the second thing that is going to benefit you a lot is also use that number and send me a text, 918-800-1188, and let me know how I can help you. We're not sure what's coming and looming, but boy, all I know is if we can be a community together, work, chat, back and forth, then we'll all grow and continue to push forward our great detailing industry through the coming tough times. Hey, this is Marty, Total Auto Solutions. Hope you make it a great day. Hey, welcome to another edition of Real Talk with uh, Josh from Rad Auto Detailing. Man, thanks for hopping on, taking time again to uh, come in to talk with the community. And over the next couple of weeks, uh, I think the discussions are going to be really, really good. I, I know you and I have talked multiple times about some of the stresses, the anxieties, the fears that go on as being a detailing business owner. So um, looking forward to now, you know, over the next couple of weeks, sitting down and kind of doing a little recap and doing a, hey, what do you think of this? And, and kind of bouncing different things back and forth. So uh, Josh, man, thanks again for, uh, for the time. How's, uh, how's the fam? How's business? Anytime. Real quick, it's, uh, let's see, it's August 13th. What's going on in Edmond, Oklahoma? How's business? What's new with you? Man, business has been booming. Uh, we've been really blessed throughout this coronavirus thing. Uh, family's awesome. Always have been. They're, you know, my North Star, our rock, man. You know, my wife, Jess, she's always in my corner helping us out, doing whatever she can. She's actually up here helping out today. So um, things have just been good, man. It's been really blessed. How That's awesome. You? That's awesome. Uh, well, I mean, we're we're still rolling ourselves. Uh, we had uh, last night was a pretty epic event for the uh, community pub night uh, as multiple people would hop in, drink a beer, talk, ask some questions and hop back out, man. It was, it was super great. It went on almost two hours. Uh, we normally don't, we normally don't go that long, but it's just every time somebody would hop in, ask a cool question, we have great dialogue. A lot of people got a lot of great info. And so, you know, having a lot of fun with the uh, pub night. So, you know, whenever you can hop on, we'd love to have you on Wednesdays at 7.30. Literally hop in yeah. for five to 30 minutes, however you want to do, and just hop in, have a beer, say hi to everybody, and it's a good time. It's a good time. We had a great time last night. So uh, thanks for asking. We, uh, we're, we're in a series uh, on, uh, on the podcast talking about the mental game of detailing. 
and how important that is for not necessarily for polishing paint while as you do need to use your mind to you know jewel out a paint uh, to be able to figure out the best product to put on your tires or the best dressing to use on your engine right you do need to have a a little bit of a mental game for that but uh, for the most part as business owners the mental game that you're going to need coming into the well we're already seeing, uh, Josh, I don't know, you know, would love to hear some feedback from you. I know you said business is booming, but you know, if, if there's a shake in the economies through Edmund, I mean, we heard last night from, uh, from John that he's got multiple customers who have downsized from two vehicles to one. So, I mean, there's a ripple effect going on throughout the industry that is starting to affect some people. And so the mental game required coming over the next years is going to be very, very important for us to be able to push through uh, difficult times and to be able to navigate what's best for each of our businesses. So uh, Josh, you know, wanted to jump into your mindset a little bit. Uh, What uh, you want to share, would it be cool? Do you want to share a brief story of, uh, you know, when it kind of opened your eyes to, whoa, wait, there is a whole other world, uh, this mental stress that goes on. Uh, you know, share a little quick background story on that. Yeah, so um, so for those who don't know, uh, I'm like two years and five months into owning my own business. Um, it's been a really great journey. I've loved every second of it. Um, but there's a lot of stress that I didn't know happened going from an employee into a business owner. And so one of the things that I, that I took on was that, that personal stress and just kind of consumed it myself. And so kind of the, the pivotal point to me when I really realized how detrimental stress was to me uh, was getting, you know, I was at church with my family, um, had an anxiety attack the first time ever. Um, you know, heart rate went from whatever it normally is, resting 80, 90 beats a minute up to 174 like that. And I got drug out of the, you know, out of our Sunday service on a normal Sunday, like we do every Sunday. I got taken to the hospital and they gave me all kinds of medicine to take care of my blood pressure, whichever, which I don't have high blood pressure. Um, lots of pills, my anxiety. And, uh, and that was a real turning and awakening point for me. And so since then, man, I've really been working on myself, trying to get rid of those stressors, identify stress points for me, uh, different anxiety points, all that. So that was kind of a, being in an ambulance and walk like driving away from my family when they couldn't come with me was a, How that's that a wake my- up call. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what went through your mind? Dude, that was it. It could have been it, man. It could have been that day. Like that could have been my last day. And then, you know, just always asking myself, would I be satisfied with what I didn't answer? No, I wouldn't have been, you know, if, if that was the day that it all stopped, would I have been cool with what I, what I left? It's a great life insurance policy, but I mean, you know, like, no, I mean, I might've been remembered for a month and then, you know, yeah. family think about me, but everybody else. So right. they put it into perspective. You've listened to Gary Vee too much on that, right? <laughs> a little bit, man. I mean, I don't, I don't need people to like worship me, but you know, I want people to talk about me for a little bit, Yeah. you know? Um, and so that was a, that was a really big eye opening, you know, for those people who have kids and stuff like that, man, watching your family, not knowing, you know, nobody had an answer. Nobody could tell me like, I thought I was having a heart attack, man. I was sitting in church, my resting heart rate was if I was running on a treadmill for like 30 minutes and everybody's like, well, we don't know what's happening. And so I was terrified, man. I got, uh, you know, a little daughter that's three, a son that's five and a wife. It could have been a lot to leave behind, man. Yeah. All right, so you mentioned some uh, some points, right? Like some 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 things that are indicators, in a sense. So, uh, 
What's the first thing that uh, here in, in business and in life, you know, that is the main stressor that you have through your detailing business? So I think a lot of it's easy to point to like day-to-day -day metrics and things like that. And that's where we usually, that's what I would do is like, I got to make this week's rent, you know, these kinds of things. But as I've kind of stepped back and looked at it, the overall arching stressor that's, you know, for me personally is the weight of being a provider, uh, a provider for my family. Um, you know, when we hire employees, it's great to hire employees that make you money, but like you are now putting food and, you know, shelter for them. You're, you're making that happen for them. Um, you know, and just providing for my customers. Like there's a lot of stress for me in that. Um, and it's all, it's all self-induced, right? Like I could go get a nine to five job and, and make enough money to support my family, but that's not what I want to do. Um, so for me, just kind of looking at it as, you know, am I being the, the best person I can, the best business owner, the best boss, the best husband, the best father, you know, all those things come at the cost of, you know, providing for everybody. And so really just a lot of reflection in on myself of, am I doing those things right? Um, making money for my family is one thing, but if my guys aren't fed and taken care of, they're not going to help take care of the business of me, right? If I'm not taking care of my customers, they're not going to come back and keep providing for us. And so that was, I'd say that's my number one stressor is that weight. Yeah, I definitely, I mean, DJ and I also shared that opinion, uh, especially when you're talking around team members. I mean, it, there becomes a new level that just kind of weighs on you of, of concern for them, making sure that, I think there's some of us that have had to really question if we would make payroll, right? There's, there's yep. times where you're trying to bring somebody on so that your business can grow and you're concerned and there's a stress of, well, will we be able to manage with this second or third person and hit payroll, right? There's, there's plenty yep. of people that stress about that. Stress of, well, will they show up, right? That's, that's a lot of times my stress is, well, do I have somebody today? Do I have two? Do I have three? Do I have one? Do I have five? Like how many people are gonna show up for work? That becomes a big stress. There's, there's no doubt that as business owners begin to grow their business, they're going to need team members. And that brings on an entirely different dynamic to running a business. So it, it yeah. totally right there with you, Josh. I mean, that's a, that's a big the, one for us. I think the biggest one for me was when all this coronavirus stuff hit, you know, we had 22 cancellations in that first month or that first week that, that they shut our city down. And I really just kind of got to the point where like I had to look everybody in the face and say, I don't know if I can keep you on. I have no idea. And that was a really tough thing because at the same time I was telling my wife, I don't know how long I can keep us on. Like, I don't know, you know, and, and when you're the business owner, like the buck stops with you, you are like, that is it. There's no, you can't just call your HR department and go, Hey, we need to, you know, run some payroll for these guys. Like you have to figure all that out. And that's a very stressful thing to think about, you know, and if you're a one man show, it's still stressful. Like, don't get me wrong. But when you have an entire team that's looking at, you know, this stuff hits the fan, you don't know the answer. And then everybody turns around and just looks at you like, what are we going to do? And you're like, you're finding out the same time as them, man, that is a hard spot to be in because you don't want to look like you don't have the answer and you don't want to say the wrong thing and just start talking about something you don't know and put everybody on edge. It's really tough. Yeah. I think for me, when I, I've had to learn how to say, hold on, I don't have that answer. Yep. I yep. mean, Thank you for asking that question. Let me get that answer for you. Uh, yeah. And, and that, that has helped that. I, there's definitely a lot of those times for us, you know, being a startup type company, trying to do something that nobody's doing, 
people ask questions like, what do we do with this? And you just have to sometimes take a moment and go, let me process that for a second because we don't have a procedure for that yet. <laughs> it's so yeah. brand new. So, uh, man, I, I'm right there with you. All right. So number two, what is for you when uh, you, the business owner, are, uh, are going through your business? What is in your journey the second biggest stress for you? So for me, um, you know, being in the business, I've, I've, I've had a vision of what I want to do. And I don't know, like the short answer is, I don't know how big I want to scale this. I don't know if I want, you know, 30 vans out on the road and all that stuff. Um, it's really been about staying relevant with, you know, within the culture, within the community and within my immediate industry here. Um, so you can get to the top pretty easy. You know, you work, I say easy, but you know, we work hard, made a name for ourselves in the first two years. And now we're one of those shops that, Hey bud, we're one of those shops that, you know, <laughs> everybody looks to, but I, I constantly see, you know, new people pop up and that was me at one point. Right. And the question's always in the back of my head of, I know I can outwork somebody, but what if I can't outthink them? What if they've got more money than me? You know, these things that I, I shouldn't really worry about, but they're always there. They're always in the back of my head. And so it's, you know, constantly thinking of ways to innovate, ways to bring new, you know, new products to the business without being tacky, um, new ways to deliver better, more cutting edge competitive service, all while still, you know, here in Oklahoma, we're all the details are friends. So I'm not trying to put anybody down or beat anybody necessarily, but I still want to be number one. It's still business first, right? Um, and I think that's the hardest thing is balancing, staying relevant and doing it the right way within a community where we're now all peers, not competitors. It's a yeah. very tough thing to do because I want to bring a window tent and I know if I bring in window tent, I'm going to make some of my best friends in this. In like we're peers, we're mentors to each other. We're all good friends. I'm now going to pull money out of their pockets. Yeah. That's a, that's a tough conversation to have, you know? Yeah. So there is a little bit of a rub, right? Like in, yep. in friendly competition or unfriendly, just in, and when you want to do something for your business, do, do you have to think of the other person? And I used to really, you know, uh, a lot of times weigh that uh, stress on my own self of, well, I don't yep. want to make somebody else upset. Right. And then I learned, you know, how, how light you tread, you're going to always make somebody upset. And yep. you're always going to do so, like me, like when I, like not necessarily you, but you know what I mean? Like I just realized yeah. that myself, like, fuck, I tried, I'd really tried, but they're just, you know, you can never remain friends with everybody. It's just, yep. it's the way of business. You know, it, it is what it is. So. Yeah. And that's, you know, that's one of the bigger stresses for me, you know, because as I build these relationships and I get close to these guys and they help out and we want to do great things, man, it's, it's tough to decide, am I going to lose a friendship? Or, you know, just making sure you do it the right way. Like, hey, I'm going to give you the opportunity to help me out. And if not, we're going on without you, you know? Yeah. So, you know, what's interesting, I was talking with Nick from Vegas Rides about this on a completely different topic. We were just chatting, right? And and we were mm -hmm. talking through life in the Midwest versus life uh, on the East Coast, sorry, West Coast. And, and for them, he said, most people really don't even care about their neighbor or could care less. They don't even know their names. Yeah. Most people over there don't have the communal uh, 
sense that through the Midwest does where you know your neighbors, you open doors for people, you say hi to people, right? Like that's part of our culture. Yep. Um, but it becomes very difficult then when you're trying to do business because you feel like you need to really respect this other person. It's almost like in a theory how they used to do the, the old gunfights where you would walk back <laughs> and then turn around and shoot at each other or you know they used to do the big wars yep. where everybody would just line up and take a shot and everybody would see if you got you know a gentleman way of dying right the fuck is yep. a gentleman way of dying like would you have been that guy that just sit there and like okay i hope i don't get shot right now or are you gonna fucking run in the woods and try and like shoot them from over there i mean a completely yeah. different style from one area uh you know through the midwest to to the west and it definitely affects yep. them when we as business owners are going to try and make a decision, it weighs on us more that stress of, well, shit, I want to do it for my business, but I know that guy is not going to be happy with me. And he might make a post in here. Or he might tell this person that like that yep. becomes a stress. I, I totally get it, man. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's just about man, like everybody can eat. There's so much business out there. Like we can all get along together. And my, you know, my approach to that, you know, and I talk with a lot of guys offline about this is it's better I don't want to say it's better to be everybody's friend. Like you don't have to be overly cordial and sacrifice yourself or your own business or anything like that. But at the end of the day, it's better to know everybody in your industry, in your area and be on speaking terms and have everything be good. I mean, it's better. Every, it yeah, doesn't yeah, always it's, work it's out. definitely better. No, it doesn't. It sure doesn't. Yeah. But it's always better to, to strive with that in mind uh, because then when stuff does get hard, man, I got a bunch of guys I can lean on. We've got a good community out here. And so, you know, I just, I want to be able to, to, to be able to offer all these services and not have, uh, you know, a big target on my back. And so just finding that way to tread the scale lightly. Yeah. That's awesome. We'll make it happen. You'll make it happen, man. Definitely. Well, we know you got a busy day. We appreciate the time that uh, you took out of your day to, to talk through stress with us. Uh, where people want to reach out and find you on social, uh, where do they find you, man? So we're native to Instagram. On Instagram, we are rad underscore detailing underscore Edmund. And then Facebook, TikTok, LinkedIn, Google, rad detailing Ed. All right. Awesome, man. How is that TikTok going for you? It's going, man. I'm, I'm playing with it. Um, I got stuck in that rut of I heard they might be uh, trying to ban it in some states or get rid of it. And I was just like, man, well, but that's what happens. You know, it's it's trying and trying and if it doesn't work out it doesn't work out you know well so what is it and i think there's a lot of people trying to say trump like, and and was that microsoft might be they're they're trying to force them to sell to microsoft it's a really interesting uh battle in a sense to uh, really question you know are other social platforms you know influencing you know the current uh <laughs> the current uh what do they call it whoever's got the office the current administration uh yeah Yep. Who knows, man? I, I, it's crazy to think about, you know, people telling people what they can and can't do in a country is, is pretty crazy. Something like that. Yeah, but, funny. You can tell me what to do. <laughs> you'll, you'll do a duet no matter what, huh? Anything for money. What's all the Just different, kidding. you know? Uh, I don't know, man. I, I haven't done one of those things yet. Yeah, the yeah. kids do them. Yeah. No, nah, they like it. I, I, no. I, I look bad on TikTok like that, man. I don't blame you, man. All right, bro. Have a great day. Thanks for all your time. You too. We'll see you, man. Bye. Hey, remember when I told you you were going to love that episode? Whew. 
Was that not an amazing, great episode? I know I enjoyed it, so I hope you did too. All right, next, hop onto the Zoom pub. You know it was coming. Man, we really love those times. They're really great. So if you like drinking beer, Zoom pub every Wednesday night, 730, meeting ID 918-800-1188. Hey, it's virtual. You can chill wherever and drink beer with other detailers. What a great idea. All right, the other thing that if you guys would be so, so humbled to do, so privileged, whatever, I know we would be humbled. Would you be privileged? I think so. I'm going to go with that one. Hey, if you would leave us a review, I know we got some bad audio. I know sometimes we fuck things up, you know, but hey, overall, hey, we're some detailers that just like to have fun, drink beer and enjoy each other. So leave us a review. Go give us a rating. Would love to get your feedback. And as always, hop on to uh, find Pints of Polishing Podcast at Instagram and shoot us a DM. Let us know all the great things that you're getting out of these episodes. All right. Hey, this is Marshall Total Auto Solutions. And uh, I think you know. Make it a great day. Ah.